I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Steelers Nation Radio, Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, back for the second segment of today's show. And when we left off, we were talking about some of these coaching changes that could be potentially on the horizon. When you talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers, one name that continues to come up on the defensive side of the ball that has been getting some interest around the league is Brian Flores. Last week when we were talking, uh, he had the interview scheduled with the Cleveland Browns for their defensive coordinator position. Well, as soon as we got off the air, I think it was a day later, there was new information that Pittsburgh West, uh, Arizona Cardinals, more commonly known, were uh, requesting to interview Brian Flores for their head coaching position. Ah, uh. So obviously, this was something that we needed to address. The elephant in the room is this. Is anybody surprised that of all the teams that are looking to hire Brian Flores as a head coach, it is the Arizona Cardinals? Is there anybody surprised? They really are Pittsburgh West. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Is there anybody surprised that when we say to be a true Pittsburgh, you have to take your trip out west of the Mecca to, to Arizona. You got to go out there, Okay. We are not surprised that Arizona said, we don't even want you for the defense coordinator spot. No, 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 no. We're looking for you as the head coach. I am not surprised. Okay? No. I am not surprised. <laughs> no, not one bit. I mean, it's hilarious how, like, there's patterns of these things in life and in sports. But, I mean, yes. dude, it is it is wild how Arizona really is. Pittsburgh West. It's like the old adage of, like, Florida Bruh. is where – Florida is where New York City goes to die, right? Yes, I mean, yes. like, 
like I guess Arizona is where Steelers inevitably like, end yeah. up or, or something go, like that. Go, go, put us out the pasture. We I even took my trip to, to Pittsburgh did. West. Everybody does it, man. It's a rite of passage, man. I told my, I think our family, I think we're going there in March for vacation. My, I mean my my forefathers, you know. <laughs> Your Joey Porters. Yep. <laughs> they 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 took me. Your Larry Foots. They, Larry Foots. They, they, they took. You know what I'm saying? Like Marcus they, Gilbert, no, right? They, Gilly, absolutely. Gilly, absolutely. Yep. Shoot, Footy played, and then he coached me out there. Like, like, come on, man. Everybody knows that. James Connor, there, man. Uh, okay. Jeez, <laughs> James Connor. Connor. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, the weather's good. The food's good. People are nice. I mean, you know. I mean, weather is good situationally. Let's clarify that. That's a good point. Not in the middle of July. Absolutely. Everybody says, oh, weather is good. No, it's not. I'll put you out there June, July, August. I promise you, you will not be saying that weather is good. It's 108 (laughs) degrees out here. What are we talking about? If it's 108, you'll be happy. It's for like 118 out that thing. Talk about some dry heat. What's up? Dry heat. You know what I'm saying? Put your face in the oven. That's what it felt like. No, no but doubt. anywho, but anywho, man, what were your uh, initial thoughts, though, man, on Brian Flores starting to get some more head coaching yeah. interest now? Because prior to the Arizona Cardinals, it was just the defensive coordinator mm-hmm. level. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Uh, I- I'm really not. This is a guy who's well respected around the league. Um, this is a guy who, yes, time out, West. All- time out, West. You can't be saying this is a guy and not give me the Collinsworth here, okay? C- can I get a little Collinsworth? Now here's a guy who's we well go. respected around. There we go. There we go. There we go. Make sure you go to Pro Football Focus and check out my latest <laughs> ranking. They're not um, biased at all. Gosh. Now here's now here's a guy. I gotta tell you about Skyline Chili let, during my let time. Let me in tell Cincinnati. you about. I mean, it gets a bad rap, but <laughs> uh, you know, back in the '80s, we went to the Super Bowl, and it was you know, um. <laughs> I'm not surprised. This is this is a well-respected guy around the league and everybody knows, you know, there was there was a little pause with Brian Flores last year because of of the, you know, the suit against the National Football League and I think everybody can understand that as well too. Um it's a little polarizing, right? And not every organization is as stable and as well grounded and rooted as the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um the Pittsburgh Steelers you know, self-confidence has never been an issue with the Pittsburgh Steelers. You, you know, true. From, yeah. from, from, from the ownership model to the front office to the head coach, the Pittsburgh Steelers believe in themselves and what they're doing and their way of handling business. They, they have that belief that even at times like this season, right, when the team's two and six and everyone wants to panic and fire people and do this and do that, the Steelers never waver in their principles. I think that's the best yeah. way to put it. They, they've got strong roots. They're a very grounded organization. So I wasn't surprised at all that the Steelers were the first team to, hey, we still want you, Brian Flores. We don't care what the backdrop of the, the, the stuff with the, with the Dolphins and with the National Football League. We know you're a heck of a coach. We want to bring you in here because we think that you can help this team. Not every organization is that rooted, is that that strong in their belief system, and has a head coach that is as established and secure in his job to be willing to, you know, bring in a guy like that. that whatever term you want to use, you know, I, I don't want to say distraction because I think that's that it was clear that that was not the case this year, but just a guy that had some strings attached in some other ways, right? Some other things going on in, in the scope of the the suit against the National Football League. Now that it's been a year, 
I think this was kind of always the next step. Um, teams were going to just give it a little bit of time to to start to play out and and maybe, you know, um, not let Brian Flores be as, as magnetic as he was this time a year ago. Uh, and he was, I mean, he's, he's clearly overqualified for the position that he has here in Pittsburgh. And I know a lot of, you know, you, you were talking about the, the optimistic versus the pessimistic in our last segment. I'm sure a lot of pessimistic members of Steeler Nation would say, well, come on. I mean, did the linebackers really get that much better throughout the course of the season? I mean, how great yes. is, is, Brian Flores, yes. is, is Brian Flores really overqualified? One, I would say with Mozi, yes. They yes, did. And, 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 yes, and, they absolutely and, did. And two, I would also say that, you know, a 17-game sample size of working with a position group is not the end-all, be-all for this guy's resume. I would look much closer towards uh, this is the guy who led the Miami Dolphins to their first two back-to-back uh, mm-hmm. -back consecutive winning seasons in two decades with all the turmoil mm -hmm. and the backdrop of that franchise and the quarterback carousel and, and all those different things. Um, he was, I think, always unless something would have happened, let's go hypothetical and say, hey, Terrell Austin ends up taking a head coaching job somewhere. Okay, then maybe you promote Brian Flores as a defensive coordinator and he and he ends up staying. But this always felt like a one year thing. It it felt like, okay, after this year, he's gonna kind of he'll he'll have a, some distance again a year from from all that stuff that some people just wanted to stay away from, and he will be back on the market. And I think that was this process. And particularly, again, when you consider the teams that so far, and I bet you there'll be more, but Browns for defensive coordinator, that's an organization that is always keeping an eye on the Steelers and is always, I mean, Matt Williamson, Motsi, I think I might've told you this before. I think Williamson might've told you this mm -hmm. before, but our, our buddy, Matt Williamson, obviously who hosts the drive on SNR with Dale Lawley, um, he worked in the Cleveland Browns organization. He was a scout for the Browns. He was in those draft meetings in the war room and free agency. And he said like, Make no mistake about it. The Browns, they talk about, okay, how can we beat the Steelers? How can we, how, like, that's a real thing for them in the scope of the AFC North. We want to win our division. How do we get better than the Steelers? How do we beat the Steelers? So I don't think there's a lot of surprise there that, that they would like to pick Brian Flores' brain and consider him for their defensive coordinator position. And Arizona as well, too. Yeah, um, I think Arizona is one of those organizations that is looking for stability, right? Yeah. And to me, Brian Flores is stability. He 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 brought that to Miami, even though it didn't end the way that he wanted to. He, long time in New England, doing things the right way, winning there under Bill Belichick. If you're Arizona, you've continued to do this cycle of head coaches and quarterbacks and general managers, and you took a chance on Cliff Kingsbury, a guy from yeah. the collegiate ranks, right? I think now you want stability, and you want somebody who you can trust to be a calming influence, to lead your organization forward. And I think Brian Flores is certainly that. Uh, and so that's my long-winded answer, but I'm I'm not surprised at all because it, Brian Flores always felt like, okay, if you can keep this guy for more than a year, that would really be a heist. Um, and I'm, I'm not surprised that he's got serious interest for promotions uh, across the league. Yeah, man, I do share a, a similar thought process with you. Because um, the thing is this, man. Is Brian Flores qualified to be a head coach? Absolutely. He was never not qualified when they released him from being the head coach. Correct. That was obviously the whole origin for the lawsuit that he has against the NFL. Because he is very much qualified and there was nothing that was done on his part to make him no longer be a head coach. Selfishly, uh, I would have loved for him to be able to 
spend even more time in this organization. Absolutely. Because I think that his impact is awesome. You talk about how the players speak about Coach Flores. They talk about him as if no different than him being a second head coach out there for those guys. Mm -hmm. That is key. That is monumental. Being a player who's played for position coaches that were head coaches, you feel the difference. Their understanding, their communication, they communicate like a CEO, like a person who's had to run multiple groups, multiple personalities with multiple concepts. Whereas when you're talking position groups, there's a lot more hyper-focus, a lot more, you know, less diversity with some of that. And I just think that that's one of the things that Brian Flores doesn't get talked about enough for, but it is very impactful. And then when you talk about did the linebackers improve this year? Absolutely. You talk about Robert Splane. This is a guy that two years ago was never supposed to be on the roster. Started how many games? And now you look at the numbers that he was able to put up this season. You look at what he did in coverage. I don't care about what you might say. I ball test. I care about what this film says, and I care about what these numbers back up with that film. So if you're doubting Brian Flores' impact on these inside linebackers, then you probably should look in the mirror and just ask yourself, what is your intent? Are you being just negative for the sake of being negative? Or are you actually being critical? Or are you just being a hater? Because they're very different. <laughs> critical is, you know, hey, could we be better against the run? Could we be a little more consistent in these areas? Absolutely. A hater? Or they suck. See the difference? Don't be a hater. Don't and I ain't even bring up Mark Robinson because Mark was another guy, young, late-run guy that developed, and then we saw what he was able to do late down the stretch as well. Miles Jack was on pace two, set the Steelers record in tackles prior to him getting hurt, and then started mm-hmm. to deal with growing injuries. So that's just in the short term. But the thing about Brian Flores, man, that uh, I do feel like it is better in my eyes, and I think it's more respected that he is getting head coaching interest again. One of my uh, fears for him, and this is part of like why he had the lawsuit going on as well, is that they were going to make him have to redo his resume, rebuild mm. it. Linebacker coach here, DC here, DC there. All right, now head coach again. Nah, this guy should be a head coach right now. There shouldn't be a you have to slow play and rebuild after all the rebuilding that you did. Nah. You did all that, and you were actually successful. Not one of these retread coaches that they keep giving opportunities to. Not one of these dudes is, oh, he's from this guy's tree, so he's got to be successful. Nah, bump that. He ain't done it yet. Flores ass. Well, he shared a bathroom with Sean McVay, so he must be an offensive genius. Yeah, I'm like, I don't care about any of that. Like, kick rocks. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, this dude has actually done it. This dude has actually had success in a situation that was the opposite of conducive for being successful. So with that, man, I I do feel like, you know, whenever he does officially get that opportunity to be a head coach again in this league, man, I'd be super excited for him. And I hope nothing for the best with him as well. But, you know, he's still one of those ones where I'm just like, let's see how the NFL yeah. starts to respond. Because obviously we know a year ago, nobody was calling him except us. And he was, radio, year, he got, was radioactive this absolutely. time a year ago, right? Yeah, absolutely. So now this year we're getting a little bit more calls, but let's see. Are they, is this just window dressing hmm. or is this real? Hmm. Because if it's still not him being a head coach in this good league, point. to me, if Brian Flores is still not a head coach when next season starts, it's still a failure. It's still it's still bad because you're still supporting the action that was taken in Miami to wrongfully fire this dude. Hmm. Fire a dude that was super qualified and producing and turning it around in spite of. 
So, you know, that's, like I said, the thoughts that I kind of have with it, man. But um, we will see, man. Like I said, at least he is getting interest. Last year, it was zero interest outside of us. So that is a step in the right direction. But I don't want to be applauding the fact that he's getting interest. This guy yeah. should be yeah. head coach. I mean, Eric bieniemy has been getting interest for exactly. four years, right? And, and yeah. they come up with every excuse in the book why he doesn't have this job. But yet we see how many of these other coaches failing repeatedly in this league and no one ever cares. So opportunity after opportunity after that's all we opportunity. For, that's all we're yeah. looking for. So let, let me ask you this though. So because I think you, you know what that's a point that I didn't consider. You're right. Like from Cleveland, and maybe a little bit less so because that's a defensive coordinator position, but certainly from yeah. Arizona, it could be window dressing, right? It could be right. a uh it could be a optics thing, a Rooney rule thing. Rooney yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. could just could just be a hey, we know this guy's well connected and respected around the league. Let's bring him in for an interview and pick his brain. You know, yeah. um, those things happen too. So if you were to put a percentage chance on it right now, what would you say the chance is that Brian Flores is still with the Steelers when we go to OTAs in May? I say forty percent. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking and- about thirty. I was thinking about thirty. So we're not far off. Yeah, I said 40. Um, the reason I said 40 is this, man. I wanted to honestly go 50 that he would be back because I know the NFL and it's a boys club. And sure once they have their mind made up, their mind's made up. And we know if you don't fit a certain criteria, then your chances of getting some favors or having things go in your favor mm-hmm. – <laughs> those chances usually are slim to none. And that's one of the things that when I think of Brian Flores and his criteria, does he meet these criteria that, you know, I don't think he does currently right now. Sure. That's the reason why to me, I'm just like, I can see this just being window dressing. They kick Mm. the tires, kick the tires, but no movement. And he's, you know, dealing with the decision of taking a DC job in a bad situation or staying in a good situation with being a linebackers coach. And that's a heck of a position for him to be in. And I hate it for him because he's way more qualified than that. I think that he's proven that he can do it. And yeah, like I said, the longer he is here, the more disrespectful it is to me as just a alumni of the league, man, as a player in this game that has been around coaches that know the game. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, this dude is not a position coach. This guy's a a head coach, period. So Yeah, it's it's that type of stuff. Like I said, that why I have it at 40 percent that I think he will be back. I'm hoping that I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping that I'm wrong. But I wonder, you know how it goes, man. I wonder, too, if there's like some caution in his mind that I I left a I left stability in New England, right, for the mm-hmm. opportunity in Miami, and and that was chaos around. We we had ownership who wanted to tank. We we mm-hmm. had all, all different kinds of situations with our quarterbacks. Um, now I'm in Pittsburgh, right? Again, stability, a, an organization that doesn't panic, doesn't overreact, doesn't make rash decisions. Very rooted, very grounded, very firm in their beliefs of how to operate. Like I wonder if if he would wait for what he perceives as the right op. Like if he sees Arizona and goes. Yeah, man, I don't want to like it's going to be the same thing as Miami. I'm going to be there for three years. We'll have a little success and then they'll find a reason to get rid of me because that's what Arizona does. Uh, I wonder if there's that balance in his mind, too, of like, I think when I, I think come back, is, I really want it to be in the right situation. I think, yes, unless it's a head coach, 
if it's a head coach spot, I think he takes it because you don't know when you're going to get that opportunity. That's a good again. point. You don't good, there's only 32 pick, of those in the NFL. Right, yeah. And you don't get to pick and choose when that job becomes available. That's you just have point. to be ready for it. But the thing for me, man, I also think of this for Flores. In his lawsuit, man, he was pissed off about some of the sham interviews, right? Where they talk about how, like, man, you're going in there and these guys like are the trying gi- to play like there. the Giants. Yeah, or it's like they don't even – they're not prepared for you or anything like that. And I'm sure that that's some of the trauma that he experiences that comes back up when he's about to go out there for this Cardinals mm-hmm. interview. And Good that's the thing I think of because it's like, yeah, it's cool that he's getting this interview. And, yes, it's exciting. And, yes, the Cardinals on paper look exciting right now, right? They're doing – oh, they're interviewing Brian Flores. But – We've seen this. <laughs> that's the issue. You know what I mean? And that's it's not anything new. I mean, we talk about this every year, obviously, with the Rooney Rule, obviously, why it comes up so frequently yeah. because of some of the hiring practices. And it's not a small sample size. And it's one of those things that, you know, you don't have to deep dive into it because it's blatant. Um, yeah. If you haven't noticed it, then, yeah. <laughs> Get your <laughs> head no, out of the sand. <laughs> no comments. <laughs> yeah, is right as Jim Harbaugh's name gets mentioned yeah. around NFL. And hey, listen, Jim Harbaugh had success with the Niners. There's 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 no denying that, but he's also been out of the league now for what, seven or eight, I mean, close to a decade he's been at Michigan. All right, hold on. Before before you send us the break here, I gotta I do have to ask you about this too. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty pretty boss move of Cliff Kingsbury, though, right? Being like, eh, you know what? I'm not taking any calls. I'm going on vacation to Thailand for a little while. I'll get back to you. Well, people act like they don't. Re- well, I, I say people act like it because y'all really don't know. But the NFL is a stressful life, man. Oh. It's extremely stressful. Coaching coaching's more stressful than playing, isn't it? It's up there. I, I, <laughs> I You know, because coaching is only half the battle. It's all mental. Right, right. You don't have the physical. But I look at it like this, man. I just say, you know, with those coaches and stuff like that, man, you see McVay. He was ready to check out. It's a lot of coaches, man. He was stressed out, bro. A lot of coaches. Yeah, and that's I tell you what, that's a testament to Mike Tomlin, too. Like, yeah, absolutely. But it's also <laughs> crazy. Never can, out. Even though it's also crazy, though, once again, was close Kingsbury. Do you feel like he was qualified? Was he proven that he could get it done? No. No. If but, he would have been hired got, as an offensive coordinator in the NFL, I would have said yes. But, but he not, got the bag. But he got the bag. He's the head coach. Now he said he's in where? Chilling? Oh, okay. Thailand. After how many seasons, huh? It's he's just crazy. He's posting huh. pictures of him and his lady on the beach in huh. Thailand. I tell you what. Huh. Huh. You see what I'm saying? It, it and, then there's, and, then there's, and then there's Matt Rule, right? Matt Rule, who's got the bag, and he's like, I'm going to go back to Lincoln, Nebraska, and try and resurrect you know? that because I'm a psycho. It's just crazy. I'm like, man, let that man go chill. It's a stressful situation. They got their money, man. And I'm sure, man, when Cliff is ready to come back, uh, whether that be collegially or in a different role, I think that he'll be fine. But he could get a big college football. He could get a big college football job easily. Go back to college. Cool. (laughs) You know how I feel. Like, but this has always been my issue with coaches like Kingsbury. It's nothing personal, but it's what media and fans do. They love offense. Oh, they look for the next McVay. So they will crown every single person that has a spread concept. And y'all swear up and down that this guy is going to be the next great thing. And then in three years, we're like, all right, who's the next guy you're going to tell us? He's not Andy. He's not Andy. All right, who's the next one? You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. So (laughs) anywho, anywho. Don't you love when we talk a little? You got got, baby. All right, Woosa. I can can see your blood pressure is rising a little bit. Woosa. 
because I'm looking at Kingsbury and Thailand, and I'm looking at Flores being a linebacker. His coach is pissing me off. <laughs> Not to be critical. You know, I'm just like, these two things ain't adding up. The math isn't math. All right. The math is not math. Two plus two is not equal in four here. What are we doing? <laughs> but when we come back, man, we will continue on, man, because we do have another coach that continues to have his name come under fire, man. And we'll obviously have to talk about his status and potential replacements as well. But don't touch that Dallas, Arthur Motes and Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 